Hello and welcome to Interviews and More with the Casual Wargan. Today, my co-host is... Jacob. Jacob, my boy. For the record, everyone, this is the man, the myth, the legend that got me into World of Warcraft. Thanks for having me on the show, Corey. Thanks for uh, being the guy that technically got me into starting a show. <laughs> I wouldn't be here without you, my friend, which is why I definitely wanted to line you up as one of the first interviews. I'm sorry to be responsible such a large loss of time in your life dedicated to gaming, but there it is. No, no, no. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. So, um, as I said, Jacob is the one who got me into World of Warcraft, and we started around Burning Crusades is when he got me into it. To be honest with you, when you got me started in before we I got the Burning Crusades expansion, it was traditional vanilla WoW. And to be honest with you, I did not like it. Right. I remember I actually listened to your uh, interview that you did of yourself a few episodes back and i remember hearing you talk about how you didn't really care for the manly in the game yeah for the for the blood elves that's what really got you going it did also it was some of the changes to the uh aspects of the game to be honest with you when they started giving the ability for tracking quests and all this stuff is really when I started getting into it. The vanilla WoW that you got me into was a pain. The raw version of the game, I guess. Many consider it to be the harder game to play. Right. Hence why I go by casual. <laughs> but when I really took hold of it was... Wrath of the Lich King. I did love Burning Crusades. That is one of my still favorite expansions because that's where I got started, thanks to you. Um, it got me going when I gave up because Vanilla, I gave up. I saw the Torrin and Trolls. I can't stand the creepy trolls. It's always looking like they're plotting on me. <laughs> but the races that were available for Alliance, I was always Horde. I was completely for the Horde until the Worgen came out. And I'm not afraid to admit it. I was all for the Horde. And you, uh, you're still Horde, aren't you? I am. Uh, I started it over again when uh, they re-released the classic Vanilla World of Warcraft class. I started back up. So what turned you off of World of Warcraft? Because you were pretty big into it when uh, you got me into it. You were pretty big. Well, before we talk about what turned me off, maybe we should talk about what got me started. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Go right ahead, sir. It's all yours. So I got a laptop back in the day. I'd always been a console gamer. Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64. Sweet. Uh, I was never a... Uh, computer gamer, really. But I got a laptop, and one of our fellow co-workers at the time, and geez, what was this, 2005, 2006, somewhere around in there, yes. was a friend of ours named Russ, who you've had on the show not that long ago. Yep, he is actually a co-host of our Pathfinder series. Right. 
Uh, Russ was a computer gamer at the time, and he got me playing a game called Neverwinter Nights. That's right. I forgot about that. And I loved it. And he started showing me other games. Diablo. One of which was Age of Empires that we went totally crazy head over heels playing hours and hours and hours at work. And I think you we cheated. had like a five hour game. I never cheated. We, had, <laughs> we would have like five hour Age of Empire games with like four or five of us all connected on the same game. You remember that? Yes, I do. Though we will not go into details on when and where. <laughs> for legal we, purposes. We would also leave work and go to Russ's house and network and play there. Right, so we did. Fun. We One did. One time he had his game going, I believe it was at his house, and he pulled up this game he called World of Warcraft, and he was a tauren, a cow, and he was a warrior, and it was like nighttime, and he was sitting on the edge of a lake fishing. I was like, what are you doing? He said, I'm fishing. Like, why are you fishing? <laughs> I'm fishing. <laughs> I'm like, what else can you do in the game? He said, you can kill stuff. I was like, go kill something. And he ran over to something and he died. <laughs> that, that, that's Russ. <laughs> that, by killing something, he meant he would suicide into a mob that he couldn't handle. He's like, well, that was a skull to me, so I didn't really have a chance in killing it anyway. I'll try something lower level. Let's just Leroy Jenkins into this mob. Hey, this is great. Of course, I'm broke as a joke at this point in time. Never made so little money in my life. My wife's not working. I'm the only breadwinner in the house. I don't have a whole lot of money. How much did this game cost? Well, you know, there's this initial cost, but then it's like $15 a month. Are you out of your mind? I am not playing paying $15 a month to play a video game that's ridiculous. After you've already bought it. And if you recall, that's what I said when you first told me about it, too. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> I'm like, I already bought the game. What the hell is this? So, then I started comparing it. Well, you know, it's like the price of a pizza. Or, hey, you know, if I went golfing, it would cost me $15, and this is $15 for the entire month. I started justifying it, right? Right, as cents, we do. 50 cents a day. So, I can't remember what made me do it, but I went ahead and got, like, this trial version. And, again, we're talking, you know, mid-2000, mid 2000, 2005-ish, 2006, something like that. And hours to stick all these different CDs into the computer to load the game onto the computer, right? I still have a lot of disc sets. I'm pretty sure I have some of those discs laying around too. Uh, but I had, I believe it was a 14-day trial period. And I started playing it. And I was immediately hooked. The music hooked me. Uh, the world hooked me. Uh, the cartoonish characteristics of the characters hooked me. And I was all in. And it was just such a pleasure. And I have a very addictive personality. And so I was addicted to World of Warcraft. 
I played it all the time. I'd get home from work, I'd play it, and uh, leveling up my character. Before I knew it, I was like the same level as Russ was, and then I kept trying to get Russ to play it with me, and before I knew it, I was past Russ, and he wouldn't catch up, and uh, he was enjoying some of the other aspects of the game, the crafting aspects and leveling up these different skills and things like that. And as he called explorating. Exploration. Explorating. Explorating. And uh, this is before I even knew about add-ons that you could download to the game that would open up the maps for you and things like that. So uh, there was a lot of time in it. And one thing led to another. Uh, Burning Crusade came out. I don't believe I was level 60 when Burning Crusade came out. I remember asking someone to get me to the Outland after I paid for the game to, uh, for the Burning Crusade, and uh, everybody was like, you're just going to die, but I'm thinking I want to level up my leatherworking, my skinning. Anyway, eventually I leveled it up and had a good time with it. There was Le- different guilds that we had. Uh, I was involved in a guild. We were on the Fenris server at the time, uh, and as... It happens, you know, guild group of people leave the guild, they start other guilds, and we went through all that drama and everything like that. But right. that that brings me basically up to the point where, you know, right around the end of Vanilla, the beginning of Burning Crusade was when I ran into you, and we would talk about it at work all the time, and I think that's kind of what got you hooked, us talking about it for hours at a time at work, right? Absolutely, because at that time I wasn't doing really any gaming. I mean, sure, I you know I'm only 37, so I was doing a bit of gaming in school years. But once I got out of school, and I never did any gaming. So when I met you shortly after I got out, that's when I got into the I didn't care about gaming phase. Because, you know, I've done more important things. Things were more important in my life. Gaming wasn't really something. I was doing so much work. I mean, if you remember, for a while, I was working two full-time jobs for years. So for me, I wasn't into gaming anymore until you. Do you remember what kind of computer you had and everything initially when we started talking about this World of Warcraft game? Um, I actually, I am all about Alienware now, but as it happens, I did not have a computer. You did not. Andrea did not have a computer. I did not have a computer. I didn't have one. I had a PlayStation 1 that every okay. so often I would get into my uh, theme park, SimCity, where you make <laughs> your own theme park, right. and I'd, I'd let those idiots, like, all riot and quit and walk out and then i'd not play it again for six months i'd log back in and they had all quit walked out the customers hated the theme park and that was that i got a laptop if you remember on a black friday and it was a uh it was a real cheap laptop too it was like it was one of the early lenovo's this is when you and one of our co-workers stood in line uh, starting the day before for hours at a time to yes. to get the special deal, right? Yep, and I actually we used... He, he had a Best Buy credit card. Okay. <laughs> yes, he did, and uh, I've talked about him. I'm trying to get him on the show if he has time, but it's Jay, yeah. 
Jay had the Best Buy credit card, and he's like, hey, I hear you, you're wanting a computer. Well, I had talked to him about World of Warcraft, so he was kind of like, I've got a home computer, why don't we try this? So I, <laughs> I gave him the cash, and he just used his credit card. But that's how I got it, it was a Black Friday deal. And we waited for hours to get this janky Lenovo computer, and I mean, I was on bare minimum settings. And you're talking yep. during Burning Crusades, and I was on the lowest settings that it had. Yeah, I'm with you there. So uh, you got me hooked on computers, too. Be- I mean, I knew a bit about computers, but I didn't have a laptop or anything until then. Right. And we did a lot of Age of Empires at that time, too. So to we justify sure the purchase, it wasn't just... World of Warcraft, because at that time uh, you had also shown me Diablo 2, Lords of Destruction and I did like that a little bit, but Age of Empires was where it was at we rocked the shit out of Age of Empires uh, what was the expansion we were doing the Conquistadors, uh, the Conquerors it was the Conquerors remember? Okay because we uh you had me get the game, but then we had to buy the specific the Conqueror's expansion in order to play together. Okay. So yeah, that was we did a lot of Age of Empires. We really did. That was a lot of fun too. Yeah, and uh, don't don't give me that. Uh, you never cheated, Mister uh, Beefsteak Jimmy. Wasn't that the code where you got the uh, Shelby Cobra with the machine guns on it? Beef it steak, sounds to Jimmy. Me like you're more familiar with the cheat codes than I am. Well, who taught me the cheat code? Well, smartass. Someone had to, have, <laughs> but I don't remember these cheat codes. Shit. <laughs> I can remember a couple times when Russ was talking crap, and you're just like, "Unleash the cobras," <laughs> it, or when you would sit there as we're building everything up, and all of a sudden, ten minutes into it, I've got five hundred villagers. Just owning my ass. I, I couldn't even get past the first phase because I'd just get mauled by villagers. I'm like, these pitchfork fools are just tearing me apart. I remember it was fun coming up with different strategies and different maps and who we were going to with, ally with and how long we would go without attacking each other. And... Right. We had to set ground rules because you were pretty undefeatable without them. I remember one time we were going a certain amount of time without attacking each other. I think I I dedicated every single villager I had to uh, cutting wood through the trees to try to uh, sweep around back behind you so I could attack from behind one time. Yeah, you would you would run the edge of the map and use all of them so that they would have nowhere to go but flank us. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I got villagers coming in. I've defended the front. And I'm getting flanked. I'm like, what the shit? (laughs) What was unbeatable with you was those kill lines. Because you could not get these idiots to go in any direction but straight. And (laughs) you would set those lines to where you'd have tower after castle after tower after castle on each side. Yep, and you just kill box the shit out of us with those. Especially once you upgraded those arrow towers. You were just tearing us apart. (laughs) And the uh, catapults. The stupid catapults. (laughs) The trebuchets. Yes. I'm like, you know what? I've got these awesome stone walls. Oh, and they're gone. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, villagers won't do anything, and then you started using trebuchets. I'm like, well, that didn't go as planned. <laughs> so fast forward now. Your question was, what caused me to get out of World of Warcraft? Is that correct? Actually, if, before you segue into that, why don't you tell me what your favorite thing in World of Warcraft before you left was? Me raiding. You got me into raiding. Right. So there's a few different uh, aspects of the game. Uh, most would consider uh, raiding and PvP to be the main two aspects. Uh, for me, it was also raiding. Uh, I'm probably one of the worst PvP players that you can imagine that anyone has ever met. Uh, it's not my thing. I've never been good at it. And I'm fairly confident it's because people that are good at PvP are a lot better at playing the game than I am. I did enjoy raiding. Uh, I did get into a raiding guild, uh, and then a little bit more hardcore raiding guild. I was never one of the world first raiding guilds. Uh, never anything like that, but I, I did dedicate a lot of time to raiding. And it was... Right now, I think in the game, I think a lot of raiding is you click on something called Raid Finder and you join with a bunch of people you don't know and you go and you kill the bosses together. But, After waiting an entire hour or two. Right. And it uh, does avoid a lot of the trash mobs. Like, you'll still get trash mobs, but it's not like when you and I and Jay were doing Karazhan back right. in Karazhan's heyday, which was magnificent. But it took forever to get to each boss. They have cut a lot of that out in Raid Finder and Group Finder. Right. And when we were doing Karazhan, that was hard for us because we didn't have the experience of raiding in vanilla with a raid team. Right. So uh, lots of good memories of being in Karazhan and moving on to uh, Serpent Shrine Cavern, uh, so on and so forth. But... Uh, that was, you know, for us, that was really hardcore, right? That was that was hardcore. It was also it was also current too, right? And so, and now, I mean, a lot of people consider Karazhan in the current classic to be just kind of face roll. It's harder to do the heroic dungeons than it is to do Karazhan at this point, right? But you know, I still have the axe. People, yeah, I remember you saying that on that previous interview. It's still equipped on my hunter that uh, it was a blood elf hunter back then, but he's now a worgen. I still have that axe on him. It's uh, equipped right now if you look him up. Very awesome. I'm pretty sure as a hunter, I was a dick for getting it, but... Uh, you can rock out with your worgen meat out, right? Yeah, well, I don't know about all that, but... <laughs> Creeper. So yeah, I was a raider. Uh, eventually, we would leave a guild and form another guild of more hardcore raiding, or we would merge guilds, do uh, more twenty-five man stuff. And at one point in time, uh, I'm going to say we would uh, split off and do ten mans. Sometimes the ten man content was almost harder than the twenty-five man content uh, in the Wrath of the Lich King for us, anyway. But uh, yeah, I was. I enjoyed raiding. I dedicated a lot of time to raiding. It was good times. So I really enjoyed it. Well, thanks to you, still to this day, uh, that's my primary thing about World of Warcraft. That's what kept me is raiding. 
Yeah. I love solo raiding old old content now. Yeah. So what got you out of World of Warcraft? Because you were you were big into it. Uh, if I recall, Crusade, especially at the end of the Burning Crusade, getting into uh, Black Temple, I was not one of the first uh, guilds to clear Black Temple on my server. Uh, we weren't that good. The people that I played with, we weren't we weren't that good. Uh, but we did get into Black Temple there toward the end of Burning Crusade, uh, end of Wrath of Lich King. Uh, we got into raiding there. We had a lot of fun in Old War, which I still say is probably, it had to have been one of the hardest dungeons imaginable. Oh, you're not uh, wrong. Some of the it, things that they had. A lot of bosses, too. Yeah. There were a lot of fights on there that uh, it was really difficult for us to learn. And I always loved the sense of accomplishment when a group of us would, would down a boss together after working on it for weeks, you know. Agreed. But, uh, I liked I liked that it was hard, and when they came out with the Cataclysm expansion and they shattered the world, it made it less fun for me because a lot of the part of the game that I enjoyed was flying into these older zones or leveling up alts, huge altaholic here by the way, and uh, getting to see that content over again. And when they messed with the map and where things were. It started making the game less fun for me, but I stuck it out thinking, maybe it's just this expansion. I had a group of people that I was raiding with. Uh, they all jumped up and left and went to a different server. Uh, this is before the Cross Realm. I'm sorry, they went. Yeah, they went to a different server. This this before you could uh, play with people on other servers. Right, because uh, I remember you and I had to transfer to a couple different servers to chase guildies. Yeah, and I wasn't up for paying for it and doing the change. In retrospect, maybe I'd still be playing retail WoW to this day if I had done that, but I didn't do it. It wasn't fun for me. I started playing on another server. A big uh, podcast that I always listened to was The Instance. Same. I loved listening to those guys. They always had me cracking up. I remember latching on to The Instance and going back and start from the very beginning and listening to every podcast that they had available. And when I first listened to it, there, there was, I think it was Randy was on it, but then I went back and listened to it and Randy wasn't on it. I'm like, What's going on? There was another co-host that he had. And Terpster. It, and then, well, this is before Terpster. I mean, I'm, I'm talking back in the very early days. He had a guy, there was a guy that, that uh, he had a falling out with, uh, that Johnson had a falling out with, uh, and then he, he took on Randy, Randy Jordan was it, I think, and they did it together for a while, but anyway, I love listening to that podcast. Anyway, they had a guild, an enormous guild, called uh, Aaliyah Yakta Est, I believe, I don't even remember what server they were on, but... Uh, I think it might have been like a nine or ten thousand man guild, something crazy like that. I rolled a character on that for Pandaria, Miss of Pandaria. I played a little bit with them, but didn't really get involved with them too much. And wait, you played with them? Yeah, I played no a, shit. a priest on on that uh, in that guild. I can't even remember which one because. 
they did a change with the size that a guild could be, and I think that might have been in Mesopandaria, and they had to split up into like nine or ten different guilds because they were such a huge guild. Do you remember any of this? No, but I do know that you got me into that podcast. I had never even heard a podcast before, and you got me into the instance, and I've been following them since. Unfortunately, they just dropped WoW. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. I was so disappointed, but I still listen to them. I've loved that podcast ever since. uh, I think you got me into it in Burning Crusades or a little later, and after you and I weren't coworkers anymore... For years and years and years, you and I would still talk. Hey, did you hear this week's episode? Did you hear this right. week's? Oh, right. I still love that episode. In fact, yeah. I wouldn't be podcasting if it wasn't for them. Yeah, Scott Johnson. He started doing one called The Morning Stream. It was like a morning show. I was listening to that a little bit. But... I love those guys. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I played with them a little bit, but wasn't really doing any raiding with them or anything like that. And I had less and less time as I was going to school to be a truck driver. And once I became a truck driver and I was gone all week long, I really couldn't justify spending my 34 hours that I was at home during the week playing a video game. So right, that's family when time. I stopped the subscription. And I didn't it happened. stop liking WoW, but I stopped the subscription. I would go back and check on it occasionally. But I didn't ever pay to fire it back up or anything like that until randomly one day I was really missing it, listening to the music, and I looked it up, and, and I was actually thinking about getting onto one of those private servers where... You don't have to pay, but you can still play the old game. I looked it up, and I saw, in two months, World of Warcraft Classic is coming out. And at this point, I've got a different trucking job. I'm home daily, spend a lot more time at home. Kids are getting older. They're teenagers now. You know what? I'm going to fire this back up, and that's what got me back into it. Hell yeah. I remember us talking about Classic. We were pretty excited about it. Yeah. And then I got Classic, and I'm like, uh, I barely have time for retail. Right. And I got back into Classic, and I think my highest level is 10. And I was yeah. like, I forgot how much I hated the vanilla. Yeah. I think you're right. And then I got super hyped for uh, Burning Crusades Classic. Mm-hmm. And uh, yet again, as much as I want to play it, I still have one night a week for retail, so that's a no-go. I tried to get on retail after I fired Classic up again, because you pay the same price for both of them. Right. I could not figure out how to do anything. I could not figure out how to get on a mount or where my mounts were. (laughs) The game changed so much. I logged in for the first time in, what was it, seven years, and I got a whisper from a real ID friend. It says, hey, welcome back. Uh, I'll, I'll get you info for uh, my Discord so we can talk. I was like, oh, yeah, great. Thank you. I appreciate that. What the hell is Discord? <laughs> 
no idea. That's how clueless I have been over the last seven years. Like, man, I need to get Ventrilo loaded up so I can talk to these guys. That's what oh. we used to use. There's no Ventrilo anymore, apparently. Yeah, it died. That's what this Discord replaced. Real quick, while we're talking, uh, one of my favorite stories, and we have a bunch with you and Russ and I, but my favorite story is your Veros. Can you tell, do you remember your Veros? The two-headed... Elite devil demon dog. dog. Do you remember the hell and how many times we died for you to get? Because this is in Burning Crusades when he was still elite. And we found a, a not an exploit, but a trick where as a group, you guys would taunt back and forth and keep the hunter alive. And I only got your Veros because I, if I remember, you died keeping me alive just so I could, uh, cause you were on your shaman and I got your Veros when it was, and that's when hunters, if you had your Veros, you were the man. <laughs> and I remember you and I up there dying with, uh, someone else. There was someone else. Cause there were three of us and we were getting murked. And then I finally got it. And I was like, I got your Veros for you guys. I'm out. <laughs> Try to drop multiple traps and slow them down. Yeah, and Humar, you also helped me get Humar the Pride Lord. Yeah, I like the skin on Humar. That was cool. You know, I've still got him and Urvaros. That's awesome. I've still got both of them. I never got rid of them. And uh, Ichiki, Ichiku, however you pronounce that bullshit. Yeah. Because, fine. yep, because I got rid of that uh, horn, and you're like, no, 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 no. You're supposed to keep that dummy. <laughs> And luckily, you still had it, or I wouldn't have got it on that hunter. That's funny. Yeah, I've still got all three of those mounts, and all three of them are my, still my favorite. All three of them were uh, you. That's awesome. And the raptor, uh, the spike raptors that we found in oh, yeah. uh, Outlands. Blades Edge. Blades Edge. Edge. Yep, yeah. I've got a black one and a green one. Good times. I mean, dude, I've still, I'm still repping so much of the stuff that we got with you. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, you only had, I think, three stable positions. Right. Two and I had. And one that you could keep on you, so. Nowadays, you've got a whole stack that you can have. I've got so many pets, I don't even, I never use them. Like, I go for the rare ones the robot chicken, the monkey with a hat or like all the weird shit i i go after all that yeah it's not the same without moosey i'll tell you that <laughs> moosey's playing again moosey's alive on the old blanchy server you can come and play uh, with me if you want to what was that secret now there used to be a secret that you knew uh if you can recall about fenris about what was special for you and i about fenris wasn't it a map of somewhere in Illinois? Or there was something to do with Fenris, the island Fenris that's no longer there. I can't even think of where the heck that is, man. I'm going to have to look that up uh, if it's still information available because you were always, we were on the realm Fenris and there was a Fenris island that oh. was hidden. And there used to be some really cool fact that you had about it that I can't recall. That is not ringing a bell. Man, I still remember that it was important, but I don't remember what it was. 
You had all the facts back in the day, man. The deets on everything. Well, I had to have learned them from someone else. I certainly didn't come up with that stuff on my own. Right. There, there are guys that I would run around with and, and say, hey, let's go uh, go into Hygel. There's a way to climb up through the mountain and you can get into Hygel. There's nothing in there, but we go spend an hour doing that. Uh, there was an island. Jeez. There's a beach it, above Ordemont. point of Booty Bay or something like that that you could run to if you were a shaman you could run across the top of the water to get out there is that the uh, one where king kong is no different island okay um i do remember i i found i've got a bunch of pictures of my shadow priest back when he was my main there's a horde only if it's still in the game which i don't know it's like a pool it's like they're having this giant pool party of horde characters there's rubber ducky, like uh, the things in the pool to blow up things you sit on, where it's a giant <laughs> duck. And I've got really? a bunch of pictures, yeah, because I was Alliance. So getting my Shadow Priest into this secret horde area, I was doing photo shoots all over, like the diving board and <laughs> in the pool. And there's uh, goblins everywhere, and none of them would attack you. I've got like I'm photo have to look shoot. That, up. that looks. That sounds funny. I'll text you some of the pictures. Like, I did a photo shoot on this inflatable rubber ducky and shit. <laughs> I don't know if it's still available to get there, but it's, uh, I believe, just north of Orgrimmar, if you can find it. And it was really hard to sneak into, but I've, I've got oh. a bunch of pictures there. And that was on my Priestie. Do you remember what uh, expansion? I do not. I do not. But I was I stopped playing my priest as a main in Cataclysm because that's when I went to uh Worgen and I wasn't super interested in anything else but a druid. Because right. it was the first time I ever really had a druid. Gotcha. Because anyone can be you know, any of those races that can be a druid have the same forms. But as a worgen, can any of you chumps be a werewolf? Nope. <laughs> so I always thought extra form plus I'm a damn werewolf. Wait till I do get you over to the house because uh, you and I were talking about you coming over. I like this man cave where I'm sitting right now. The the worgen cave. My curtains over the window are a are the worgen. It's a giant curtain I found. I've got nothing but World of Warcraft everywhere. Wow, you've gone all out, huh? Oh, I did. I, it's I've got the complete man cave. It's all worgen, a uh, little bit of skeleton jack, but lots of worgen. And when we get you over here, I definitely want to do a, a live interview. Whenever I, I interview with Jacob and Russ for Pathfinder or Delta Green, that's here at my house with okay. the wife and the kids, and they're here at my house. Um, with Jr. for the Inter the casual radio that we just started, that is over the phone and whatnot. In these interviews, I like to do at home. But for you, we're doing it over the phone because I believe you're still driving in your truck, aren't you? I am. Yep. On a headset? Safely, yep. I hope. I hope. Bragging again about pizza that you got from St. Louis and didn't bring <laughs> me any. What a guy. Hey, have Emo's you heard of pizza? Have you heard of this amazing pizza? Oh, that's right. I just had some. Sorry about um, your luck. I'm so 
What a dick. Ah, Next time you're in St. Louis proper, right now. stop by. I, I don't know if you'd get your truck in here, but I'll come meet you. Yeah, let's see. I'm probably about 10 miles from your exit. Are you really? Yeah, I'm at the 61 mile marker right now. Nice. Yeah. We're not going to give more details because I don't need any more stalkers, but. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the stalkers only show up at work. Okay, fair enough. Thank God. Andrea would beat the crap out of anyone, so. <laughs> <laughs> Wifey don't play that. But, yeah, but. so you uh, you stuck with retail the whole time. You never stopped buying an expansion, is that true? True, very true. Uh, the most I played an expansion was Pandaria. That's uh, It was out when I got cancer. And I spent months and months at a time by myself at the St. Louis Cancer Center. And all I did, because I had insomnia and everything, I couldn't sleep anyways. So I just played World of Warcraft. Right. I was yeah. all about all about World of Warcraft and Pandaria. I love Pandaria as an expansion it just also. Didn't do it for me. It was, I remember it was a neat intro. It was kind of fun being a fat panda. Yeah. It just didn't do it for me. <laughs> I've got a I've got a panda monk and my shaman. The only shaman I have is a pandaren shaman. Okay. His name is Panda Totems. Spelled correct. I don't know if it's politically correct or not, but I believe I, I was going with the bull theme. Big bull. I have Moosey, That's my hunter. But I had you know, big bull, big totem, bull. Bigger bowl, biggie bowl. But I went with for my panda. I went with rice bowl, b o w l. Nice. The theme. I don't know if my, that's politically correct now, but hey, my pandaren monk. Her name is White Rice. There you go. Yep, and I named the little panda monk pet that you can get that bows when you uh, slash bow to him. His name is General So. So every time they're going together, it's General So and White Rice. There you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> I couldn't pass that up. Very nice. Couldn't pass it up. I do like the Pandaren. I just don't like it. The only issue with playing them a lot is just like playing a Torrin. You got a big fuzzy ass in your face all the time. <laughs> Although their starting outfits were awesome. I love the uh, gear sets that they have for the Pandaren. Not sure if I should be concerned or not that... Uh... You preferred the blood owl bass in your face instead of the torn ass in your face. But... Had to go there. About you? Had to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go there. Like, uh, you know, we're not making any uh, politically incorrect statements about why you gave me so much shit about being a blood elf. I think we'll leave that off the episode, not to anger people. Well, you played, uh, at least you played female blood elves, right? Shit. <laughs> no. No, you didn't, did you? I, I don't play female characters. Huh. I have right. one well, female we'll character. That's the Pandaren monk, White Rice. That's the only female character I've got. <laughs> I'm not a female, so I don't play a female characters, really. But, uh, Jay, all of his characters are female. He doesn't play anything else, really. 
Well, I don't know how much time we have left, but if you want, I could tell a little bit of a funny story that involves Jay. It's Jay my night off, brother. Go right ahead. Uh, maybe he'll get to join in and give his two cents in the future. I'll make sure he hears it so we can do that. Yeah. Moosey was my main, my hunter. I was the hunter Moosey. The moose. It was fun, and I liked to play. And uh, at the time, I worked the night shift, and I believe you and Jay were on the day shift. And I was worried because Jay worked in an office where we all worked together at the time. Uh, I was worried that if I played World of Warcraft at night when I was at work, and he was on at night when he was at home, that he would see me on... And I would get in trouble for playing at work. I remember that because you were like, shit, I can't friend him in game because if he sees me on, he'll know what's up. He, he knew Moosey, my main. So at night when I would play, I would level up a different character. And that's <laughs> how I wound up with a level 70 druid and a level 70 shaman. I leveled him up at night when I was at work. <laughs> Because so, Jay was on, and I, I'd be standing right next to him at the mailbox, and he wouldn't have a clue who I was. <laughs> so literally, he is the reason you're an old whore. <laughs> That's awesome. Jay is solely responsible for me becoming an altaholic. Nice. I've always been an altaholic until this expansion. I finally got tired of having to relearn every patch, every spec for every class. I'm like, I... I don't have time for this shit. Now I'm, I just drew it. The only time I level my alts is in time walking dungeons because I can suck and no one really cares. I only it, know about this complicated. time walking from what you say. Time walking I is know awesome. Nothing about current game. All it is is you're doing dungeon finder, but you're go and you can also do the primary raid for that expansion. And it's just each expansion, so you would just queue for dungeons from Burning Crusades or from Lich King or Pandaria. Um, basically, that's what it is. You're just leveling. You're getting a lot of gear and leveling off of running old dungeon content. But you're queuing for it as if it was current. It just allows you to go back to older expansions. Like for you, you would get to go into Burning Crusades or you would get to go into Wrath and you would play the dungeons as they were, but they drop modern gear, pets, mounts, stuff like that. So basically it is, is it says time walking dungeons and you get, you take a lot of time walking points and you buy mounts, you buy pets, you buy gear, you buy uh, coin tokens for rep. So you can level those old reps. There's all kinds of different stuff. There's pets, toys, mounts, rep, gear. Uh, you can get scabbards for weapons and for gear. For your uh, stuff that you can put on any character and level them up through. That's one thing I really like is the gear that's interchangeable for anybody. And it give, it used to give XP bonuses. So if you had a head, chest, feet, legs, you would get plus 10% XP for each piece. And some would have other benefits. So you would equip that gear 
and you would get some from Battlegrounds, some from uh, the higher you would level your guild, guild achievements, dungeons. Like, there was all kinds of ways to get this gear and these weapons, and they would level up. So anybody that could equip plate, if you unlocked this piece of plate, any plate wearer could wear this gear. Hmm. Vice versa. But there were also specific spec sets. Like you would have one that's a healing set or one that's a DPS or, you know what I mean? And these scabbards and stuff level those up so that, like, they're good level 1 to 60 before the squish where you would max it to 120. You would be able to go to 60 with this piece or you could get this upgrade and then it goes up to level 80, level 90. Now they squished everything to level 60 so they took all the XP bonuses off those sets, which basically, they're, to me, they're pointless to have now. I've got a bunch of them for leather, cloth, mail, plate. I've got sets like that for everyone, but they don't give you those XP bonuses anymore. Gotcha. So it's kind of pointless to get them now, but I still have all those sets. They're cool. Wow. And they're permanent. So anytime you make an alt from level one, you just go into that page where you get your mounts, your pets. You'll go to that page and you'll just click each item that you can equip. And it just creates it, puts it in your bag, you equip it. And now it's basically, they're like having a blue item. So instead of you having jank ass, grays, whites, greens, every piece you equip has special stats. So it's almost like you're wearing the best-in-slot gear all the way up until that piece of level is out at, like, level 60 or 40, whatever level you've got it set to. So there, that is pretty cool, and that's not something you'll find outside of retail. Sounds an awful lot like easy mode to me. Yeah, well, I go by casual Worgen for a reason, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see hardcore again. Hardcore Worgen. You see casual because A, I'm lazy. B, I'm getting old. I work midnight shift. Look, I got one night a week that I play. I, I don't have time for Torghast and the Maw and Dailies and Worlds and Dungeons and Raids. And it's like they got so much shit going on now to keep up with. I can't do it. I gave up. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to log on, do my raids, whoop Sylvanas ass. And then I'm taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, I'm telling you what, though. One thing I wish I could get you back into retail for is that fight with Sylvanas. It is great. Finally getting to whoop her ass. I'll have to take your word for it. Just watch it on YouTube. Yeah. It's actually it's a really good fight. It's really difficult. They bring in, you know, Thrall, Jaina. They bring everyone in. It's, it's just a really good fight. I was impressed by it, but you what what level is the retail character you've got the highest level? Oh, that's a great question. It probably would have been the level ninety priest that I had when I leveled up in Mr. Pandaria, so whatever so, level ninety turned into like thirty yeah. don't quote me on that, but when the item squish came out. I had every single class in the game, plus two druids, my main and then my horde druid. I still have a horde druid. 
they were I had every character in the game up to one twenty. And then Blizzard does the squish and they're like fifty best we can do. Wow. All my one twenties in from the time I logged out, logged back in were fifty. I was like, no, that's that bullshit. But it's Very not strange. it's not so bad. Yeah, it's not so bad, but it was obnoxious. So the only max level I've got now is my Druid. I was like, I'm not going to keep doing all this leveling on alts just for them to get squished eventually. Yeah. But that level squish was a pain. So I think if you had a level 90, they're probably in the 30s or 40s when you log into them again. Do you have any in my guild? Jay, Russ, a bunch of people have stuff in my guild. I don't know if I have any of yours. When I first came back to Classic, you're like, play retail, play retail, play retail. I'd logged on to someone. I think it was, I think it was, I just created someone, like a really low level, I don't even know what it was. And you went and got me. You're like, climb on. Climb on what? Climb on me. And you flew me. Off to Iron Forge, and we took a tramp of Stormwind, and you gave me some bags, you gave me some gold, you added me to your guild, and that's right. I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I've got. Or anything like that. I've got almost. I've got almost every multi-person mount in the game except that giant, uh, jellyfish thing. I never did get that, and the Brontosaurus because. Over a million gold for one mount? Yeah, nah, bro, I'm good on that. I don't need a dinosaur that bad. <laughs> yeah, that mount was over a million gold. I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I got alts to feed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have them big bucks. Well, the and daddy game has bucks. certainly changed, that's for sure. Yeah. And how often are you playing Classic these days? What's that? How often, since you're in Classic now, how often are you playing? I try to log in at least every other day up on the auction house just to keep a slow trickle of gold coming in because gold in Classic is, I believe, harder to come by. Oh, absolutely. But we're talking, you know, five, ten minutes. Basically just get in, taking everything out of the inbox and throwing it back up on the auction. And then now, uh, you... I'm playing really early in the morning, so uh, I'm usually working six days a week, so I'll get on Sunday morning. I get up typically significantly earlier than the rest of the family does. It gives me three or four hours in the morning on Sunday to play, basically. Very no. rarely will I be on other than that. Are you using any of those, uh, what was that add-on that you used to use for uh, your auction houses that you, you got me into? Yeah, there's a few different uh, add-ons that I use for auctioning, and I use them so little, I, I just really use the basics of it. There's one that gets on and scans, I, I believe it's Trade Skill Master, TSM, that I use basically. You can set it up to where uh, you have everything in your bag and you just basically run a scan and you can just kind of scroll through and post you know, 30, 40 items within seconds and just undercut 
whoever else has it up there by a copper. The problem is everybody else is running the same add-ons, so as soon as you do it, they can throw the same thing up there for a copper less than when you just threw it up. It just, yeah. You kind of got to get lucky and, and hope somebody grabs what you're selling right after you post it. So are you close to home by now? Yeah, I am. I have to go past home to where my terminal is and turn around and drive back to home. But uh, as a matter of fact, I'm in between your home and I'm a mile and a half from the road to go to my home right now. So, yeah, I'm so getting there. You're about 25 minutes away now? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because you're only about 30 minutes, 35 minutes from me. Yeah. Drive-wise now. Well, thanks for having me on the show, Corey, and let me well, tell my story. No, anytime. I want to do more. Origins. Definitely want to do I can more. finish up with one last kind of funny little story about how I named my first character in World of Warcraft. Get it. I was sitting at the computer, I had my daughter sitting on my lap, and I was staring at the screen, and I had my Torin Hunter made with the perfect horns and the perfect facial hair and the perfect color, and I asked my daughter, what should I name him? And she said, how about Moosey? And I typed in Moosey and said, character name accepted and created. And that's how I created my first character what, 15 years ago in World of Warcraft. No shit. How old was she at the time? <sighs> she couldn't have been more than two or three. Oh, well, that's perfect then, yeah. yeah. That's funny. awesome. Yeah, Moosey, that'll work. Let's give it a try in it. And it's stuck. That's the, the moose man was born. <laughs> Except well, uh, for having me, Corey. after hours when Jay was playing. That's right. <laughs> That's when the big right. thing was born. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, this is Jacob, also known as the Moosey. And everyone, thank you for this awesome episode of Interviews and More with the Casual Organ and the Moosey. You drive safe, my friend, and hopefully we will do another episode soon. Thanks for doing the shows. Keep it up, and uh, I hope to hear more interviews from you. And don't forget my pizza next time. That's right. <laughs> All right, Bye. stay safe, my friend. Bye. See ya. Have a good one, everyone.